Welcome to another episode of the Tragedy of Time. I'm your host, Derek Bowles. And I have no idea what I'm going to podcast about tonight. I just felt in my heart that I was supposed to do one. So, I mean, I guess I felt like God was telling me to do one. I don't know. So we'll see how it goes. I had a... I don't know, maybe part of the reason for another episode is just to share an experience that I had earlier this week um, what to do with my health and I have these I call them episodes that happen every once in a while Um, I can't really explain it but I'll try to do my best is what they what kind of happens when they're happening or what I feel and um usually I'll just feel not right to start like and it can kind of come on at any time um I guess dizzy would be a word that I would use but it's not even like a normal dizziness it's like I don't know something just doesn't feel right um a lot of the times not all the time but a lot of the times I'll be I'll be shivering, uh, and I don't know why because I don't feel really cold. Uh, though if I take a hot shower, I it does feel nice. So I guess I'm maybe a little bit cold, but it's not like I feel cold the way I would if I was like outside on a winter day. Um, I, I'm just like shivering, and I don't really don't really understand why. Um, Um, I notice like smells like it's like I'll I'll become really like um, it's almost like my sense of smell is just so uh, increased I guess you would say like you know like they talk about how if you're blind your senses are like heightened it's like my sense of smell in particular I, I can really I don't I don't know. It's like I can I feel it feels like I can smell so many different things going on. I don't really know what um this is what I'm why that is. Um the it's it's hard to explain like usually this wave of just like terror, fear, um and how would I explain it? Um, yeah, just kind of these sensations of fear, but also of like suffering, kind of all just overwhelm me. Um, a lot of the times, um, I'll break down and I'll start crying. Sometimes it's it's like 
my vision, it's like I can see everything, but like something seems off. Like I, I know there's times when I've, I've looked at my pupils and they just like look super dilated, like almost like I'm on drugs or something like, like it would be sweet if a doctor maybe would listen to this. Maybe they could come up with some theories of what could be going on when this is happening. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It, it almost sounds like it could be like, well, I, I don't know. I know when, I, I'm not saying I'm having strokes, but when people have strokes, they like usually they, usually they smell something like burnt toast, isn't that isn't that like a thing? Um, and um, anyways, so I, I I get these episodes sometimes, and then it becomes difficult to walk. Like the past the past two that I've had that I really remember was like a month ago, and then a week ago, and it's like it becomes very difficult to walk um like i i had my dad pick me up because i was really terrified one night this was about a month ago because i was having one of these episodes and and the episode actually just got really bad when i was walking out into the truck like it wasn't even when i was in the house so sometimes i have a little bit of time of like it kind of feels like an episode's coming on like tonight i kind of thought an episode might be coming on but then it didn't come on which i'm grateful for but it's kind of scary because i'm always like is there an episode coming like and it kind of like prevents me from doing things sometimes because when they happen I'm like sprawled out laying on the ground or on my I have to be like it's but anyways the one that I had a month ago um I remember getting picked up and just like shivering and just feeling so so strange and I don't know it's not even just smell I feel like it's like sound too like everything everything just like it reminds me of um experiences I've had and and this could be like seizure related maybe like I don't know maybe I'm having some form of uh seizure I, I don't know because it reminds me of having alcohol withdrawal and um when I would have alcohol withdrawal after like a few days of intense partying I would I would smell like a burning sensation and I remember things would look distorted um I would not full on hallucinate but sound everything sounds um what i was seeing things would just look and sound distorted um i would get really bad anxiety and for me the medication that i take um that i've been prescribed for a long time um, which is a benzodiazepine called clonazepam would always help mitigate the symptoms um, which is used at times as an anti-seizure medication and um, and often when I'm having these episodes my heart's racing and I, I don't know like um, I don't know if it could be if if i if it if it's some form of a seizure from something like i know i've been told by different doctors different things like i shouldn't be on this medication for a long period of time and i know your body can become more and more reliant on certain medications 
I've been cutting back on my dosage. So, and and when I had clonazepam withdrawal, it was very similar. Um, because there was times when I just didn't didn't have the medication and or was trying to like go without it kind of thing which is uh, very dangerous I realized later and um, the symptoms are very similar to these episodes where my heart's racing everything feels distorted um, I can't really walk very well uh, I just don't I just feel so strange so like I I don't know like what what is going on like to me it always feels like something's going on with my heart I'm worried that I'm having a, a I and I guess my main worry um I don't know if it's still my main worry but what's been my main worry is that cuz I get so many heart palpitations and I get um a lot of severe severe chest pains like often when I'm having these episodes too I have I have really really bad pain in my chest like it's crushing like it's like un almost like well it's like it feels pretty pretty unbearable like pretty brutal sometimes but I I get it all the time the chest pain um sometimes it's not as bad sometimes it's really bad um and then there's the nausea aspect. When it, when it's not pain, sometimes it's really severe nausea. Um, I don't know which one's worse. I think the nausea is probably worse. The pain isn't pleasant either, though. Um, but so it, so the chest pains associated with the palpitations, and I get the palpitations especially during um, when I'm exercising. When I try to when I start running, I get them really bad. Um, but like whenever I finish a run or a workout, I usually always feel less anxious than I did before and less pain. And I always feel a little bit better, even though it's difficult to exercise feeling the way I do with all the symptoms, it usually always helps. So, um, anyways, that the episode that I had like a month ago, I got to my dad's house and I was like, I have to get to the uh, the emergency there's like no way and again and another thing panic attacks like that's a lot of the symptoms that I have can be associated with panic attacks and I would say they're straight up panic attacks um but I've had straight up panic attacks and um I believe that panic there like there's an anxiety element where I am having an anxiety attack, but there's also something else going on in my body when these episodes are happening. I don't know what um because like I like I've had straight up anxiety attacks and they're they feel terrible and but like these episodes are something different. At least that's what I believe. And um, and I and I took some medication. I took a medication that helps a person sleep. Um, and I just 
it's hard to think about all of these times because like just thinking about them it's almost traumatizing of like the amount of suffering that is going on during these episodes is like it's bizarre but um it kind of it kind of kicked in and relaxed me a little bit and then i fell asleep and then always when i sleep i always feel a little bit better after i sleep um it's one of the reasons i probably sleep more than i should is once i fall asleep i don't feel well i don't feel as much pain um and it's kind of like an escape there's days when my symptoms are bad that they follow me in, into my dreams and stuff. But uh, then I have dreams surrounding my symptoms. But that's another thing. So, yeah, about a month ago I had a pretty bad episode. And then, um, but I, I still never ended up going to the hospital for it. I just took my medication and then um, kind of tried to push through it. And I was able to and then... I went for a jog, um, I don't know, maybe it was Wednesday, Thursday, and for the past few days, I've been feeling like my vision, I've been seeing kind of like the odd like spot here and there, and kind of feeling like a little off, but I didn't really know what to do about it, like it was just like, well, it is what it is, like, I don't know, maybe it's in my head, maybe it's just my anxiety, and uh I think it was Wednesday, maybe it was Thursday morning. Um one of the episodes started to come on and I knew it was coming. And I don't know if it's cuz I pushed my body too hard. I I don't I don't know. I really don't know what caused it cuz I pushed myself pretty hard. In this run I went for. And. I got into my room. And again I just. Something just seemed and felt very off. And I kind of had a feeling like. Oh no here comes an episode like. I kind of tried to brace myself for it mentally. And physically. And kind of tried to lay down. Um, I actually threw on some praise music um i took my anxiety medication because anytime i've had uh a really bad episode it's my medication's always been able to at least help um with the episodes maybe not fully but it at least helps to take them away or help helps me to get through them i guess is what i would say and uh and i I'd, I'd taken them and it had been like 10 15 minutes and i'd felt absolutely no relief like usually i feel some relief by that time like the medication is a longer acting um anxiety medication so it takes a little bit longer but it just felt like it felt like time was moving so slowly um I was feeling just more and more strange and bizarre and like, like, I don't know, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I felt for sure like I was dying, like, 
I've had lots of episodes that scared me and I thought this could be bad. Like this could lead to me maybe passing. But um like I and like thinking like I hope this doesn't lead to me passing, feeling this terrible. And it's always a fear that's there, the fear of death when I'm having these episodes, but it was almost like it it felt so real that it was like this time this is it this is it there's no i've never i've never felt anything like this there's no way i'm going to get through this the medication's doing nothing this is something separate or this is the final episode of whatever's been happening and this is going to be the end of my life and all I could think about in that moment was like how I'd been just living the past like from a morality standpoint like like I how I didn't really feel close with God the way that I would like to um the way that I'd been spending money on things that I wish I wouldn't have been spending money on the way that I didn't feel I had been doing things that God has placed in my heart and telling me to do. Like, um, for example, I bought five five dollars Tim Tim Hortons cards, and um, usually at noon I'll go to an AA meeting. I don't know if I'm technically supposed to say that. Um, so. I'll, I won't, um, te- on, let me try to rephrase it, <laughs> um, on noon, sometimes I'll go to a recovery-related thing, <laughs> and, um, and I just feel like I'm supposed to start going downtown and talking to some of the, um, homeless and the addicts, and, um, trying to connect with them, and give them hope, tell them about my story, tell them about the bad things addiction's done to my life, tell them about the good things recovery has done, and the good things that God has done, and how God is for everybody, and, um, and just kind of bring a, bring it, bring a Timmy's card as, like, almost like a, okay, God, who do you want me to give this to, and then when God tells me who to give it to, then I give him a five dollars Timmy card as, like, a, oh, I felt God told me to give this to you, and then use that as an opening for conversation to try to hopefully impact that person's life in a positive way. And I've given one away out of the five. Um, but I'm, I'm just always too scared to do it. Like, it's like I get these, uh, what what are they going to think, you know? like and, the, and when I did give the Timmy's card to the person and actually listen, they seemed so appreciative and, like, so, like, thrown off. I just, I can't think, I can think, I can't, I can think of so many times I felt like God told me to do something, but because my excuse is I was too afraid to, so then I don't, and then I am filled with regret after, and I'm constantly thinking about what would have happened if I would have done what God told me to do. There's been a couple homeless people that I felt um, God told me to talk to them, and I didn't. And I just started thinking about all the opportunities in my life that I have 
that or that I've had that I had had because I believed in that moment that I was dying and that I was never going to have another opportunity to impact people's life positively or uh, commune with God anymore and that was terrifying to think of because I know I know that I'm never going to be perfect and uh, I know I'm going to be far from perfect but I know that there's things that God's been telling me to do that I haven't been doing. And I'm like, I'm going to have to face him and, like, deal with that, you know? Like, and I don't know if that was, like, you know, and I just I just felt like this is, like, I, I can't have this be my time to go. Like, I've always, and I don't know, there's this phrase, um... Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. See, like, my... And I think it's okay. It's normal to have a fear of death to some degree. Um, I, I want to be close enough with God that I have no fear of death before my death. <laughs> I would like to get to that point, and I believe that you can get to that point. But uh, my biggest fear isn't death... It's not fulfilling my call on earth before my death. And, you know, I've been realizing that time is so short. This life is so short. And it's not really fair the way some people get a lot of time and some people get, like, none. And I try to make sense of that. And we always like to think we've got... We can do it later. I mean, that's one of my biggest sins is procrastinating. I'll do it later. I'll go talk to these people later. But you know, some of they those opportunities are the the opportunities are only here right now. Because either we're we might not be there tomorrow, that person might not be there tomorrow, or just that certain situation where we can help somebody might never occur again. Like every moment that we're living in is the only moment that actually exists like I don't know if that makes sense but I just I just started thinking like I was so terrified I was so terrified because I felt like there was so many things I still have yet to do and there were so many times that I felt God told me to do something and I didn't do it that I did not want to die like that um I was so sick I couldn't I couldn't really walk um I was laying outside of my room and I have a roommate now and so like I crawled to his door and knocked on the door and I mean, I would I would have called my dad, but like, I've never felt so terrible to feeling just like I could not. I just felt like I could not wait. Like, I thought about calling an ambulance, but I'm like, this is the fastest way to get to the hospital is um, probably my roommate giving me a ride. Like, I I was thinking about biking to the hospital before the episode because I was feeling strange, but. Uh, at that point, there was no way I could have biked. Like, I could barely walk. Um, 
I knocked on the door a few times and there was no answer and I and I just like became very terrified like I just felt like I didn't know what was happening like I almost feel like felt like disoriented like almost like I was maybe in some sort of like dream state or something like maybe this was um like uh my mind in these episodes goes to some of the strangest places but I started like wondering like am I even still alive like what maybe I'm on the other side right now or I'm in between earth and heaven or like in some some realm and then he he woke up and I I had well I woke him up and he was he drove me to the hospital and um I saw the nurses and got in and and then by the time I got in my anxiety medication kicked in and uh I still didn't feel right but I didn't feel near what I felt before and then I almost felt like I didn't need to be there because I knew because I because I've been to the emergency so many times and um my my heart rate had dropped because of uh the medication and stuff and I knew that there was like a 99.9% chance that they were not going to find anything and that I was going to get sent home and I feel like every time I go there and I don't get answers that every time I go there I get looked at as oh it's this it's him again you know thinking there's something wrong but there's nothing wrong and um it's just like understandable I don't know if that's what they think but I assume that's probably what they think especially when you've got mental health issues you're diagnosed with anxiety I've been um sent to the psych ward um you know like so while I was waiting I just started I was just sobbing uncontrollably in the uh, in the emergency room. Like once I like I I got a bed. I had had an ECG and I think I'd had my blood taken already. And I was like waiting for the doctor or whatever. And I just started sobbing and sobbing and sobbing because it was like I don't know what's going on. And this is and I was just so fr- like I'm just so frustrated. I'm so frustrated that I'm still feeling like this and that it's like not it seems like it's getting worse like the episodes are getting worse like and overall I'm feeling um worse and less able to function and there's still absolutely no answers and I just feel like and, and then just thinking about how, like, I think this may have all been able to be prevented if, and I know I'm not, I shouldn't, I'm not supposed to play this, but, like, if I never would have used drugs when I was 21, when I felt like I wasn't supposed to, and I did anyways, and the health issues came on, like, it, like, it all goes back to that, and just, like, not listening to God, and just doing things my way and the amount of suffering that it's caused me and the people I love and I don't know if I'm gonna make it out of this like I don't know how long my body can continue to 
go through these absurd episodes before like something maybe I mean in in the 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 optimist in me says before the doctors something crazy happens and the doctors figure out what's been going on and provide some answers and I get a treatment and I eventually get back to normal life um and then the pessimist I guess you would say inside of me says like I die you know like I don't know which one of those it's gonna be or it could be the that I just don't get answers and it and I just continue living like this it's really really been a heavy ordeal I I don't I don't know I don't know how some like I often am like how can I keep going through this suffering every day I'm just like I don't know how my body's still going through this I don't know how I'm still I just feel like I'm going through the motions of trying to I I don't know it's really uncomfortable it's um it's really scary and but I know that um, I know that when I'm doing what I believe God is telling me to do and trying to honestly have a relationship with him and like that fear is so much less there's times and I haven't basically when I do what I believe God is telling me to do that I get peace but it's like I'm always fighting it and I don't know why that is I don't know like the rebel in me or something laziness or the evil in me I don't I don't really know like I I did that po- my last podcast episode and uh, often when I talk about God and when I talk about Jesus and the Holy Spirit like I just I feel like my demeanor starts to change almost instantly and I start to feel more peace and um, during that podcast, I was talking about God. I don't even, I, I know I shared a bit of my past. And um, by the end, I remember I felt so filled with peace and love. And what I, like what I believe is the Holy Spirit that I just felt like, like I just went into like a prayer. And, uh, and I remember I went to bed that night just because it was at night that I did the episode. And I just remember I went to bed that night feeling so filled with peace, so filled with love, feeling like, not that I was necessarily thinking about death, but I do think about it way too often, but (laughs) thinking about like, oh, if this was like, if I were to pass in this state, I'd be fine with that. 
because the level of peace that I'm experiencing is so good. And that's where I want to be all the time. But again, I don't do the things like spend time in the Word, spend time in prayer, spend time listening to sermons, spend time um, doing recovery-related things, spend time going out of my way and talking to strangers and trying to impact their lives in a positive way, especially if God, I feel like God's telling me to, to try to tell my friends about the positive spiritual experiences I've had well God like I'm so I'm way too worried about what other people think that I try to fit in instead of doing what I feel like God is telling me to do it's ironic that I'm trying to fit in because I feel so uncomfortable like I don't fit doing that like when I'm doing what I feel God has called me to do is when I feel true peace. And like I'm still, you know, I'm still battling with um, my own sins. Like, and I think if I was. Well, I, I know, I know the, the closer you are with God, like, the easier it is not to fall into the things that you don't want to be doing. At least I don't want to be doing, like, I mean, still, like, pornography is a big one that I still struggle with. Like, I hate, like, I hate it. Just feel disgusting and... You know, I've, the more I learn about um, the industry, like, some people, some people will say, like, there's, uh, there's nothing wrong with pornography because it's, like, as long as, like, the person's of age because it's a consensual adult, like, doing what they want with their body you know, like, and, um, I do believe that our free will is one of the most important things that we have as humans, but, uh, like, a lot, not, like, not all, but a lot of women that, um, that end up doing porn are, like, victims of sexual abuse when they're young, um, some of them are being sex trafficked, so in a sense, you could be supporting that, I mean, I could be supporting that when I'm looking at those things, um, but, like, the way that, I mean, I've just always believed that sex is supposed to be between people to people who love each other and uh, I don't 
I, I don't know, like most people that have children, you, I, mean, I don't, I, I, I think it's fair to say most parents would say they don't want their children in porn. At least in North America, I think that's probably probably throughout the world. Like most parents, I'm not saying all, um, but if you believe in a God and a Creator, a loving Creator that wants the best for us, I mean we're all His children. So like, and if He designed sex to be between people that love each other and like in the context of a marriage or whatever, then, like, there's also that side of it. I mean, I like to look at the, 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 I mean, the spiritual side for sure, but I also like to look at the practical side and, like, I don't know, sin is, like, so... So much easier. It's like the lazy way of trying to gain pleasure in this world. And you you can gain some amounts of pleasure. But it all comes at a cost. When it comes to sin anyways. Whether you experience it right now or later. I mean, drug addiction is an example. Alcoholism. When I was drinking and using drugs when I was young, I was just having a good old time in the beginning, um, for the most part. Not always. There's always, there's like the hangover, the, you feel strung out. I had some pretty rough days and mornings that way. But um, now I'm dealing with like chronic health issues because I didn't quit when I felt I was supposed to quit. I mean, there's... There's just always consequences to our actions. And often we feel ready to roll the dice. And yeah, we'll, I'll take whatever consequences come with this. Because I just want it right now. Um, I think a lot of that derives from self-centeredness, which I think is one of the biggest issues that uh, humanity is facing right now and continues to face is self-centeredness. Uh, I know like when it comes to addiction related stuff that is often talked about as the key or the main component of our sickness is we're stuck in ourselves and we are we are sick um and the whole point of the whole way kind of the program the 12 step program works is you get out of self you get out of self by praying you get out of self by um and one of the biggest ways is by well it's by having a contact with god and helping other people it's, uh, that um in recovery related things in 12 step programs that isn't there isn't a specific god that you have to adhere to or anything it's not a religious program it's a spiritual program <clears throat> but like for me i believe that is that is jesus i believe that he is the 
the um, center of morality. He is God in the flesh. Um, so getting outside of self and obtaining um, getting outside of self and asking God like what do you want for my life and then honestly listening and then honestly like doing what you fully feel that God is telling you to do <laughs> and I believe that's like also within the within the context of his word you know I, I believe the Bible is supposed to be like our guide there's times I read the Bible and and I haven't been reading it much no, I'll just be honest and I should be um, reading it more and there's oftentimes I read scriptures and I just sometimes I just get so terrified I'm like I'm so far off from righteousness or holiness and 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 I'm reading something that a that one of the disciples is saying about um what is immoral and I'm just like um all of that sounds like me and like and how is just re how how is reading this going to help better me I guess help and I get so afraid I just sometimes close the book and I'm like I'm screwed like I just feel so far far off from the mark and uh, I don't actually believe that is true so it's kind of like I, I don't know I I don't know why that is the case. And then I just think about like how many people don't have faith in God or faith in anything or anyone like anything like and it just seems so sad that so many people could be so lost are so lost. I don't know, I guess, like, I feel like the only time I'm truly at peace is when I feel like I'm right with God, and I haven't really felt right with God. I know I still have faith in God, but, and then I wonder what that means for, like, my soul and the... The condition of it, I guess. Like, what does that mean if this life ends and the next life comes and I don't feel right with God? Like, I know that's not where I want to be. And I know there's ways of getting closer, you know. Um, sometimes when I'm really in pain and I'm really feeling sick, I feel like that's a legitimate reason to just rest to just 
chill until I feel better. But I know that that's not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is through the pain continue to try my best to do the right things and to be to find that connection with God amidst the chaos like you look into the Bible and I think a lot of people have this misconception that there's no God because God wouldn't let bad things happen to you quite the contrary (laughs) Jesus who was uh, God reincarnated in the flesh reincarnated Jesus you know what I'm trying to say born into the flesh as a human was beaten spit on stripped down naked and nailed to a cross and he was the most perfect of perfect he was perfection he was so when people are like sometimes I hear people and they're like I used to believe in God I tried talking to him and you know what things in my life got worse not better I quit praying and I quit doing anything related to God and things seemed to get better um there's like constantly a spiritual battle going on around us. I believe that's more claim that there probably is a God because a lot of the times humans, we get tested. Um, I don't know that it's always a direct nature result of God testing us, um, but that there's evil and evil doesn't like good. And so evil attacks good and then good suffers and we need to rely on God to get through the suffering I know I feel I feel like to some degree I'm tested every day uh, like the disciples a lot of them that were preaching about Jesus Maybe all of them but one. I could be wrong about that. Um, were like jailed, um, stoned, murdered, you know. And they were direct disciples of Jesus. So when people are like, I tried the God thing, but my life didn't get better. It's not about you. Like, that. that's again the self-centered attitude that we have. That like, we have a relationship with God and our life's supposed to just get good. Life is always going to be hard in different ways for different people for different reasons. But when you have a relationship with God and you get to have peace despite the hardships it's like um, that one biblical story where uh, Jesus is 
on the boat with his disciples and they're crossing a, a, a lake or something and uh there's like I don't know if it's the lake or the ocean uh, maybe you should know that but a body of water <laughs> and uh there's like a crazy gnarly storm and the disciples are panicking and they're freaking out they're like Jesus get up like don't you see what's going on we're gonna die here and Jesus is just like so nonchalant not worried at all and then tells the 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 storm waters or whatever like to subside and they do and the disciples freak out um, and uh, I think that's like kind of shows like Jesus had faith that whole time like it wasn't like he didn't see the storm so it's like when when they did wake him up or whatever it's not like he didn't see the giant waters that could have caused the boat to topple like but he just had faith that it was going to be all right whereas the disciples in that moment didn't not have faith and i think the disciples are a reflection of us a lot of times in chaotic situations we we cut we call out to god like don't you see this like don't you see what's going on don't you see what i'm going through right now where are you but you know like in that in that situation in that storm jesus was still with them he just wasn't panicking and i think like they knew he was with them which I think sometimes we know Jesus is with us, but or we believe Jesus is with us, but it's like we don't trust him. I mean, I think that's maybe one of my personal biggest issues is like I believe in God, I believe that He's good and He's loving, and um, but it's like it's hard to trust that everything that's happening, He's got it under control. When so many terrible things happen, right? I don't know. Hoping that I can sleep okay tonight. Because I feel that God is telling me to go to church tomorrow. And I slept in last week. <laughs> and you know what? Like No matter how, how much suffering there is, how much pain there is, I'm grateful for every day of life. Like...
it can be really frustrating sometimes, but I'm grateful. Well, um, I think I'm going to call her. Try to get to sleep. I feel like, um, like that. I did a prayer. I said a prayer the last episode at the end. I just felt like that was natural. Um, I feel like maybe I should say a prayer. So... Though I'm not feeling very spiritual right now, so I don't even really feel like praying. But I feel like that's what I should do to end this. So, I'm going to do that. <laughs> God, I thank you for today. Um, I thank you for every life experience that helps us to grow I thank you that there is um, platforms that can be used God that can we can talk about you and other people can learn about you God and I thank you that no matter what storm we're going through and and we might not see you there or we might not feel you there or maybe we don't have trust that you're there that you are still there even when we screw up and uh, even when I screw up God you're still there And you still love me. Even when I don't believe it. God, I just pray that you would help anyone who's struggling with addiction, uh, mental health, physical health issues, God. Um, Anyone who's struggling and seeking for an answer God that you would reveal yourself and your love and your peace and your joy to them that you would bring goodness um, that you would bring God but who you are you would reveal who you are to people who are lost and God I just pray that you would help me and everybody else on this earth to make the most of this life not live with regrets that when our time comes and we pass into our home and eternity that we will not feel regret but we will feel accomplished and filled with faith and God I don't know why this episode I don't feel you like I felt you in the last episode but just because I don't feel you doesn't mean you're not here and I thank you for that 
And God, I do ask that I would experience your peace and that other people would experience your peace because it's so good that there's nothing really like it. And that's the only time that I'm truly, truly enjoying, truly, truly, truly enjoying my life, God. But I do believe there's a time for us to fight through the bad and there's a time for us to appreciate the good God so you know all and help me just to trust you I thank you I love you and I love everybody that might be listening and anybody that might not be and so if you're a person I have love for you and Jesus I pray this in your name Amen. And another issue that I still struggle with <laughs> is my language. And uh, some of the anger and ruthless things that I sometimes say, especially when I'm playing video games. <laughs> That's funny because my... Oh, man. I don't know why. I don't know why video games is such a trigger. I know I'm not the only one, but it's something that needs to be made progress on. Man, it sucks. Took my medication, hoping for relief, and the relief has not yet come. And I think the medication has truly kicked in because I was like, over half an hour ago I took it ah one day there will be no more pain and no more suffering because we'll be gone from this earth why does the transition period have to be so gross and yucky though I guess maybe if it wasn't, we'd be too too gun-ho on leaving this life quickly. That's what I hope. And I guess that's what I believe. Thank you for listening to uh, another episode of The Tragedy of Time. And again, this is really more venting for me than anything else. I don't even really want anyone to listen to this. Because I just don't feel it's... I just just feel like it's a venting thing for me more than anything. But if you do listen to it and you get something out of it, then that's awesome. Then I do want people to listen to it, but... I don't know. It just seems like a very... unorganized unfinished product but thanks for listening bye